eight, nine years. Um, and I have a coaching program and that's, that's about it. That's why we're doing the call coaching program. What is in your coaching program? What do you provide? Sure. So it's an eight week, eight week module and uh, I go over kind of the full spectrum. So I start with, you know, the mindset and then the business formation and all, you know, everything you need to do there. And then I go into uh, pretty much, I, I teach how to wholesale fix and flip and long-term and short-term rentals. Yep. And then they can transfer that knowledge into commercial if they want, but. Very cool. So that's um, where, where's your market? Where have you been doing this? Uh, Oh, I'm in Denver. Denver, Colorado. No way. (laughs) How is the rental market out there? It's hot. Oh, I mean, everything's hot here. Yeah. It's, it's been crazy. So, I mean, the market's just exploded. I I bought my current house, I think three years ago and it's gone up almost double. Wow. Three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, What do you, what do you grand into it? And then it'll, it'll be double. Yeah. It's, it's insane. That is nuts. What are you investing in out there? What, what still works in Denver? Are you no longer working in Denver? No. Well, I am. I, uh, I just been buying commercial stuff now. Um, so I just, I, I kept a couple of rentals here and I have a, a convention center up in the mountains. Nice. And then I'm going to, yeah. And then I'm buying another commercial building. And then, uh, other than that, I bought some apartment buildings elsewhere. I'm not really probably going to invest too much here. I'm going to buy another commercial building this year. And yep. then, you know, if opportunity arises, I, I buy it, but. Right. That's wild. So a convention center, that's not your typical real estate investment. What, what no. drew you to a convention center? Yeah. Um, well, my friend called me and he was like, I have, I have this deal. It's, it's been vacant for a while, but um, this brewery wanted to buy it and it, it was under contract for about eight months. And um they couldn't find the funding and there was a lot of work that needed to be done. And so I went in and we negotiated the terms for a few months and we were all good. And then the last day they found the funding. And so I was, I was a little disappointed because I put some time and effort into it and you know, I was getting really excited. Yeah. And then, uh, it was funny. My, my wife was like, well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, they'll come back to you. Right. I'm like, well, that's not going to happen at all. And, <laughs> and then exactly one year later, I got a call and we were in Florida because we lived in Florida last year. We decided to just try something new and drove down there and, and lived down there. Yeah. And, um, oh, wait, 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 hold on. Can you, <laughs> um, yep. I was just wondering, I didn't, I didn't know if, is this call going to be just between us or with, are we supposed to, is this for like everyone else? Well, We'll keep it between us. I'll record it. It's recording it anyway. And if at any point you say, Hey, you know what? I don't want that out there. Then I'll just not put it out there. I'll, I'll hold off on the Facebook live thing. We'll put a little Facebook well, live at the end. So we can how, put it how about this? Course. Let me, so, cause I, I thought this was a meeting just between Mitch, you and I, Yeah. So let me, let me go put on a button down shirt. Oh, all right. Go ahead. Okay. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. I'm here. All right. Ron Bowling, you made it. As soon as you popped in, Trent said, I'm out. There's no way I'm going to do this uh, with, a, with a guy who has no light on his face. Where's your light, man? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. He was like, oh, no, Ron's here. i got to put on a button-down shirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's because the light wasn't on. He didn't realize how, uh, how messed up your hair is. <laughs> hey, you haven't been to the barber in three months. I yelled it to death, yeah. Here's my light. 
I'm sure you're going to put all this on the video, aren't you? Yeah, of course. Facebook Live, bro. Uh, it'll, oh, be, Facebook it'll be live, live. very soon. Wait, is this actually live? Not yet. I haven't, uh, I haven't gone live yet. I like the blue light. That looks better. Yep. So, Ron, how do our properties look? Rents are in? Not all of them. You know how Not it is. Not all of them. What do you mean? It's already the fifth. I know, right? <laughs> it's only a pandemic. Yeah, true. No, um, but it's it's the same offenders, people who are usually late, right? Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Anybody new on there? No names. No names. Of course, no names. <laughs> um, well, it's only the fifth, right? We always have our the normal ones that are that push it to like the fourteenth, right? Yep. Yep. But then, and then we've got the ones that aren't paying, that haven't paid in a while. And then the ones that we were going to evict and we're in the middle of evicting and then the pandemic happened and now they're just getting a free ride for what, two months now. Yeah. No worries. We don't mind. Karma. It will all come back. It will all come back. Oh, yeah. So we're, we're going to look like gods to the financial gods out there. They're going to say, you know what, thank you guys for um, hanging in there. And now here's lots of money. Here's boatloads. There you go. Ron, you ready? You ready? Trent Reynolds, you look fantastic. What a nice Perfect. shirt, man. <laughs> I am back. Thank you. Thank you. Phenomenal, brother. Great, great <laughs> pivot. You're like, you know what? I'm, I'm spicing up. I, Ron jumped in. He had his glasses all fancy like with his three buttons. You, you jumped in with way more buttons. So, <laughs> so you, you, su you surprised me there. I didn't I didn't realize what was going on here. So. Hello, you saw, the, you saw the Facebook Live feature going on? You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me uh, let me get that set back up. We'll go Facebook Live in a little bit. So, Trent, you were just talking about the convention center. How did you how did you work this deal out? So, you, you and your wife had already given up on it. What the spoilers? I know the end. I know you end up with it. But yeah. right now, we're stuck where you know she's telling you, "Look, it's okay. Uh, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be." And you're just in your head like, "No, no <laughs> way. Yeah, no stuff doesn't just come back like that." But yeah, so I yeah, the year later came by and. Of course, they wanted a little bit more. I was willing to do it because I was so excited about, I, I, you know, I just love the feeling when you go into a big building and you can see opportunity. I've been a fix and flipper for about seven years, you know, and so I can walk into a, a shithole and, and see beauty. And I have a really good story about that. I actually made my brand new wife cry uh, two days after we got home. But, and, uh, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so we, we just negotiated, uh, you know, what was what was good for them. And they, you know, didn't wasn't able to do all the uh, repairs that it needed. And so that's, that's where I came in and uh, just did a lease back and negotiated. Um, it was really interesting. So what I did on this one was, since there were so many repairs needed, I did an escalating 10 cap. So whatever I put into the building, it would go up the next month. Right. So, yeah. So it, was, it worked out really well. So I put like a new roof on, new boiler, new, you know, got all the systems running completely and it just kept so you, going up. And you got a tenant out of the previous buyer. You, you took, so you bought a building that is a convention center. It's not an easy building to rent, right? There's, there's a big system behind this, but you were able to actually no. acquire a tenant. Go ahead. Yeah, so I, I did a lease back and what was great about it too is 
they weren't utilizing all the space. So some of it was storage. And what it did was it allowed me a safety net to kind of be creative and figure out what I want to do with the space. Cause it's uh, it, over 19,000 square foot and it has a big ballroom and a stage and an auditorium and offices and different things. And uh, so what I, what I figured is, you know, well, I put in the lease, I'll do profit share on events. So if we want to do events, then we can work it together. And then in the meantime, I can figure out what I want to do with the upstairs, which is the upstairs is still, you know, was a, is available. And they were just utilizing the downstairs only for that. So right. it, it worked out very well. Yeah. And what, what was the tenant? Who was the, the other buyer that ended up transitioning to becoming a tenant of yours? It was a brewery. What was their business? It was a brewery, right? A, and are they still yeah, there? Yeah, a brewery restaurant. Yeah, yep. Very cool. Yeah, so they, they utilize it for, you know, storing their grains and, and different things. So. That is wild. I mean, that's that's a story of, um, you know, having faith and and really you, you went after an investment. This wasn't your typical type of investment. In the past, you're doing fix and flips. You're doing single family homes, fix and flips. Mm -hmm. And you shifted into, was this your first commercial purchase? No, I was syndicating apartment buildings before that. Really? And, really? Uh, this was my first triple net. Okay. Yeah. First triple net. And so syndicating yep. apartments, how did you jump into that from being a, a fix and flip guy uh, to syndicating apartments? So did you do small multis in between? What, what was that jump? No. Really? Well, I, I kind of, I went to grad school for uh, real estate uh, and construction management, which was essentially okay. just a lot of commercial and multifamily stuff. Um, and so I, I understood commercial to begin with, but uh, no, mainly I just, you know, I, I understood how to underwrite and what the investments look like and how to do it. Um, and, you know, coming from uh, fix and flips and the rehab and just the estimation and all that other stuff, it's a pretty easy transition. So I can talk about real estate all day long about different facets. I do tax liens, I do lot splits development. I'm developing some houses now too. And so it's, you know, it's easy to go out and talk to potential investors because I have so much conviction that I know what I'm doing and that I, uh, I know how to buy right that it just become, became an easy transition. That is a hell of a story. How long have you been doing this again, you said? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I started in 2011 with the, uh, I, after grad school, actually. So after grad school, I went to University of Denver um, and did the, the, real, the master's in real estate and then the international MBA and I focused on resort development. And back then it was, you know, resort development was not that great. And uh, so I, I was interviewing with Pulte Homes and for like four months and they got a new CFO, put all the jobs on hold. And I was like, well, you know, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I might as well just go ahead and, and jump out there right now. So I did it. And, um, you know, at first it, it, is, it is scary when you have never done a fix and flip or really purchase houses. I, I mean, I, I didn't even purchase my own house back then uh, before. Okay. I bought an investment and every little crack in the foundation, I was so nervous and I would pass out. And back then the margins were just huge. You know, like every house was like a hundred to $200,000 profit margin. Right. Um, net. And anyway, so I just kind of learned that along the way, I started splitting lots and doing that stuff. And it became easier as well. and easier as, as with everything, you know, riding a bike. Absolutely. What a fascinating story. I mean, and your, your wife was on board with this. You said, Oh, by the way, congratulations. So you said uh, your new wife surprised her 
what was that surprise? What was it uh, that you shocked me with? Yeah, so we got married in Mexico, um, like like nice. uh, what, what was it? Two a little over two years ago, and when we came back, when we, thank you. When we came back, um, she was she was starting to work with me at that time. She was she was a uh, running a, a lead gen department for multiple states for a public company, and it got bought out. And so it was like the perfect time to transition. I was like, let's go travel, let's have fun. And so anyway. I've been, you know, marketing and finding some houses and I found one in the mountains and uh, they were, we had to close a week when we got back from Mexico before it went to auction. And so we went up there and we come up and there's, you know, there's trash everywhere. Typical, typical house. And um, we walk in and we start walking through the house and there's soot everywhere because there was a, uh, a wood stove in there. And I think he used it and never like really closed the door. And so all the drywall had to come off anyway. There's walls everywhere. It's super blocky house, you know, and you can't really, you know, I can see the vision. I'm like, we'll just wipe all the walls away, you know, piece of cake. That's simple. Start that's fresh. what you do. And yep. yeah. And so we, we started walking through the house and it looked like coffee beans on the ground everywhere. And we realized it was rat feces Yeah. everywhere, yeah. like, like inches. Yeah. And, oh my gosh. It was so <laughs> nasty. And I, I mean, I've seen stuff like this before because I've done, I've done a lot of houses, but right. this was, this was pretty gross. I mean, this is the most rat feces I've ever seen. Oh. And the toilets, the toilets were black and, and this guy was living in there and he was a really nice guy. Um, but I, when we walked into the kitchen, I actually fell up to my knee and I was walking kind of fast. So like, I almost, I almost hurt myself pretty good. Um, yeah. but I, I fell right through the floor and I was no. like, oh my gosh, and <laughs> Yeah, he was like, oh, that, that the shower's been leaking probably for, I was like, for how long? He was like, oh, months at least. I don't know. A year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, I walked outside and she, she was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be up here this whole summer working on this thing or, you know, managing it. And, and she was like, we're not doing it. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, babe, this, this house is going to be amazing. It has another lot too. And oh, yeah. it's a lot of good square footage. I was like, so I just walked up to him. I was like, I'll do this. And he was like, yeah. And we shook hands. <laughs> I'm like, we did it. She went and talked to me for about seven, eight hours. The whole ride home. <laughs> and this was the weekend we got back. We got back on like Thursday and we went up there on Saturday and she went and talked to me for like seven, eight hours. And I was no like, way. oh no, good start to a marriage. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, anyway, now she's like, yeah, can we add that to the will for me? Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> she loves it. You know? So it came out okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Well, we used uh, huge log timbers um, in between the rooms for support, nice. and it's all wide open. It has a nine foot granite island, and yeah, she loves it now. So yep. Uh, and where's this located? Yeah, you said this is Maine. What where's the located? No, no, this is in Colorado. It's like twenty minutes from Copper Mountain. From nice. The I assume you go snowboarding. We do. Yeah, we both snowboard. Very cool. Very cool. I, yeah. I trust the person who goes sideways on the mountain. If you're going straight, I just don't know. <laughs> I know. I know. She's she's a little bit more of a bomber than I am. Um, but yep. yeah, we like to snowboard <laughs> and then uh, all the toys, you know, dirt bikes, four wheelers, all that stuff. I grew up on a farm in Indiana, so I got to have the freedom of the countryside. So that's my little getaway. No kidding. So how'd you go from Indiana to Colorado? And then you said you spent some time in Florida. Why did you go to Florida for a year? And then why did you leave? 
podcast. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Indiana University, so I stayed close to home. I was from Fort, or from Fort Wayne, Indiana. And, um, you know, at the time, after I graduated, I just wanted to try something new. And my cousin lived in Denver, but I'd never really been there before. But I knew it had over 300 days of sunshine, it has the mountains, and it has a cool little city. So I actually just drove out here and moved here on a whim um, just to try something new and fell in love with it and ended up staying. And then Florida, I, I like to try something new all the time. That's why real estate's so awesome for me because you can't get bored. You can create a whole new job for yourself anytime you want or a career, whatever you want. I mean, and the whole point is not a job, right? But um, we decided- You reinvented yourself a couple times already. <laughs> right, right. Um, well, we, we just wanted to try something new, you know, keep it fresh. And so we decided to, we rented out our house, uh, which we actually rent out our house periodically. We would Airbnb it for a week and it would pay for our Mexico trip or something. We don't do that anymore. But if we want to do, if we want to go live somewhere for like half a year, we rent it to the insurance companies because they actually pay us on time all the time. And the quality of tenant is incredible. I mean, we have, we have nice art, we have nice furniture, we have, you know, stuff. And every time we run it to the insurance company, we've done it three different times. The tenants are always super grateful. They're great. And the insurance company pays and it's great. Um, wow. You know, because their house is usually getting remodeled from one was a fire, one was a flood, you know, different things like that. Right. So very respectful. That's cool. Yeah. That's a niche I never, so, never considered. Yeah, no, it's great because I mean, you're guaranteed, you know? Right. And if something uh -huh. goes wrong, it's the insurance company that pays you anyway. So. <laughs> it's the insurance company. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Very cool. So how did um, you end up in uh, Florida? Where, where in Florida were you? Yeah. So my, my dad lives in Fort Myers. And okay. um, so we decided in October, a year ago from last October, we decided to um, just pick up, drive down there. We ran out the house. We packed the car, um, actually both cars. We shipped one and we packed the other. And we decided to go down there and we stayed at an Airbnb for a week and a half. And we found a house and we put in an offer on the water with a boat lift and a ski lift and in a pool. And, um, and we've never lived near water. She's from Utah. <sighs> and so we, we put under contract and then we bought, if you're a Florida resident, you get half off of Disney world. Right. So we got a year pass of Disney world, which we ended up spending uh, a month and a half in Disney world, <laughs> but it's last year. Yeah. It's crazy. But oh, um, <laughs> so we went to Disney World for a week and one of our timeshares, which has no annual fee and we actually just get paid every year for going. It's a crazy yeah. little good deal. Um, wow. We got like a free week. So we stayed in Disney World for a week and then we went to Utah for Christmas. And then we, we got back on the 28th. We flew in on the 28th, closed on the 28th and moved in on the 28th. And we sold three fix and flip homes in Colorado on the 28th. So four transactions on the 28th. And it was, it was an insane day. Yep. Um, so we just day. moved in it. and it was already, it was already fully furnished with modern furniture because it was a, a vacation rental from a guy that owned it in Russia. Perfect. That's cool. Yeah. And we bought it under market value. So it had about 50,000 insta equity and it was a perfect condition. We didn't have to do anything to it and we had all the furniture. So we just had our car full of clothes. Wow. That is wild. Yeah. And you, you hung out for a year. You still had your place rented in Colorado. What made you jump back? What made you say, you know what, we're done with Florida, we're out, going back to Colorado? Well, so we went down there. And so, you know, one of my things was 
I can do this anywhere. I know what I'm doing and I can do it anywhere. Well, when we got down there, it was interesting because the houses in the market was so interesting. One would sell in a day, one would sell in eight months and it'd be like the same house, you know, and one right. person just like the purple wall. And I was like, I don't, you know, this is a little bit weird. Anyway, we, we both got our Florida license down there and I was starting to look at commercial stuff with a commercial broker. And um, I ended up just, I, I network wherever, right? The whole game of real estate is networking. And so I met a couple of developers and partnered with them. So we're developing some luxury homes in Naples. And nice. Um, yeah, so that's really fun. And, but the, we, we ended up coming back for the summer and to Denver and we stayed in our house and rented it out again for the fall. And we ran out our house in Florida in the summer and uh, which is a little harder to do because most people want to come during, you know, December to April. Right. But we kind of miss our friends. We kind of, you know, it, it's a, a different demographic in Fort Myers. It's a little slower paced, you know, it's more like if you, if you're retired and want to go just kind of chill out and we're, we'd like that for a while, but we're also a little bit more of the hustle bustle, you know, kind of thing. Right. So we're like, well, let's let's go ahead and sell the house. We sold it for a profit. We, and we took all the TVs and furniture and stuff that we wanted. And, uh, <laughs> and so it worked out. Too bad we couldn't take yep. the pool table, though. That was It was too heavy, and we just gave it away. But um, oh, no. anyway, it was, yeah. Well, we figured, you know, we really liked the house. But if we were to buy again, which we, we will buy again there, it just, it'll yep. be probably like in, in Naples or something, a little bit different area. Right. Um, and what is it? Where were you before? Th that was Fort Myers area. That was Fort Myers. And now you're looking at Naples. Why, why Naples over Fort Myers? What are the, what are the values there? Well, actually, so this was Cape Coral, right? So um, Cape Coral doesn't have as many HOAs, like no HOAs. So that was one reason why that drew us to Cape Coral is because you can run it out, have no problem. Right. And a lot of them are, you know, rentals and you can live on the water, like a canal and have boat lifts and stuff. And it's pretty affordable. Right. Um, yeah. So, but then, you know, Naples, I think just has a little bit more going on and if, and we're, we're already doing developments down there. So if we continue to work with the developers, it'd just be easier. Right. Uh, and I think it's, it's a little bit more sheltered of a market compared to Cape Coral. Right. But, but, if anyone's looking to be on a canal and like boating and, and want a, a killer deal, you could probably get a, a pretty good deal in Cape Coral. Excellent. So Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's a great way to re uh, review it. You said you're going back to Florida eventually. Um, what is, you're just looking, you know, maybe when you're ready to settle down, ready to slow down a little bit, you like Denver, you're going to be there for a while. Oh yeah. No, I mean, Denver is like our, our base place. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I could see like in a couple of years having a house in Florida and a house in Texas. Her parents live in Texas and, you know, and maybe getting a house in Indiana or I don't know. But, you know, wherever our family is, it's it's nice to have. I, I typically for me, I only like to have Airbnbs or vacation rentals where I want to go spend a few months of the year Yep. because it's a little bit higher risk. But it's also a nice return that, you know, you can make your mortgage payment, maybe make some money. And then you also get to stay there for free. You get some flexibility involved. Yep. Flexibility. Exactly. So that's, that's kind of the deal. I, I mean, we were just in Texas the last two weeks. We got back on Sunday and uh, cool. yeah, visiting her family. And it was amazing playing Frisbee golf every day and being in the pool and it's warm and 
never really been to Texas. So that was a different environment there. A whole different mentality than Denver. Denver's super locked down and Texas just opened up. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, uh, like, just don't cough on each other, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. I love but, that. So, Trent, you got you got some a really cool history, a real cool background. You've done a lot of stuff. Um, what is the easiest way for somebody to contact you? Say they want to jump in with uh, you for coaching or uh, some sort of mentorship or training. Again, I know your product uh, program. We talked about it before I started. Uh, I went live. What is your product again, and, and what is the easiest way to get in touch with you a lot? Yeah, sure. So you can contact me at Trent at TrentAReynolds.com. Uh, and uh, if you want to go to my site, it's trentareynolds.com. And right. uh, the, the program, pretty much I teach anyone that's interested. Uh, some of my students have been in real estate for 12 years, actually someone I you know, worked with uh, in 2007 doing commercial lending. Um, yeah. And I pretty much just teach the, the full spectrum, but it's infinite ROI. So I, I, I teach you know, how you can do deals in every economic cycle, getting deals with equity, and then how to evaluate them so that you can see opportunity, whether you want to wholesale with and have no money or do creative financing, keep it as long-term rental or even a fix and flip. Um, but then also how to make sure if it's a good long-term rental or short-term rental, what are those risks and what are those rewards? So right. whether you want to wholesale, fix and flip or do a rental, I teach the full spectrum on how to set up your business correctly so that you understand the tax savings as well. Because when you make money, you want to save money. So Absolutely. That's what I teach. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to get people going on it um, and help further their, uh, their dreams. So. Excellent. I love that. Mitch Durfee, come back. Come back, my friend. We, we want to pick your ear on this one. So um, I've been working with Mitch lately. We're building something for, it's a, it's a front end funnel, bringing investors, new investors into coaching, like teaching them just a little bit. So I offer a, a mentorship program. But then after this eight weeks is over, they have to jump into something a little more detailed, right? So it sounds like you're, you're more on the structure, how to actually structure your company. You know, you know, when they come to me, they're looking for the long-term vision. Hey, this is where you want to go. Okay, I'm, I'm going to help you set some goals, give you some ideas. But then I've got to plug you into the next set. And for Mitch, I'm really relying on him heavily when he's getting somebody into wholesaling because he goes really deep in the niche. This is specifically what program you should use, how to negotiate, what, what all these details are. It sounds like you're more of the structure guy. You're, you've got that, hey, this is how you're going to look at your business for a long period and we're going to set you up this way. So I'll set them up on a path and then you would be that next gen, especially if they're looking to really build a company, right? Really go somewhere in life and not just you know, make mistakes or pay more to the tax man or, or get sued or, you know, you want to make sure that you're setting your company up right. That's really where you stand in, in all of this. That's safe to say? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I've, I've made mistakes and, uh, you know, I, I want to prevent other people from making those mistakes and try to help them along the way. But also, you know, if you have a certain amount of money or, or you raise money, it's, it, I, I like to teach how to create the generational wealth and keep no money in the deal and have a hundred percent ownership. Um, I love that. And so, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So we, we, so me and Ron, uh, this is my business partner, Ron, Ron, this is Trent Reynolds. Trent Reynolds is Ron Bowling. Yeah. Even though his name says Walter Morello right now. <laughs> yeah. It's because you're still logged into the zoom account from when you were here yesterday. Hilarious. So Trent, um, me and Ron had this conversation a while back. We said, look, we've, we've accumulated cash now, right? We've done enough deals where the cash is now sitting there. 
And, you know, we don't actually want to use our cash anymore. We're, we're pretty much done with it. The last two deals we did, it was, you know, we just raised the private money and we used gap lending to, with the hard money to go through the deal. And it felt really good. Like it just felt good knowing that there's a ton of cash sitting in the background yeah. and we can continue to do these deals without using our own cash anymore. And it, even sure. though we're doing a refinance and that refinance will sit a lot of money back with us, we're putting it in other, other avenues, you know, lending yeah. it out, like different ways of uh, getting that return. And it, it's, you're right. It's smarter to use other people's money once you've established a really solid base for yourself because you, you have more options. Mitch, you're back, my friend. I was just telling, um, telling Trent, <laughs> this whole coaching program, we're, we're bouncing people around, man. Like, hey, they, they work well in my program, excelling up from star. Now they're going to Trent's program. Now they're going to Mitch's program, depending on, on where we're all going. So Mitch is here in, in spirit. Apparently, he's on an Amex call. So <laughs> he's going to stay on that call and go make his money. But Mitch is the author of the book, Serve to Win, a uh, good friend of mine, good friend of Trent's. Uh, he's the reason that we were able to connect. Uh, so Trent, I definitely am looking forward to be able to send you some business. Um, maybe in the future, have you jump on some of our coaching calls where essentially what we do is we bring them through on Saturday morning at 10. And every Saturday morning at 10, we teach one of the 52 weeks, uh, 52 wealth principles to being successful. Some of those would be, you know, think a million, uh, go and buy a million. Uh, what does, you know, make sure your business is a million dollar business, uh, you know, law of reciprocity. There's so many different laws in success. And so we have the coaches come in and then as I'm teaching, we rely, we call on a coach. Hey, you know, Trent, what, you, what is your experience with this? Or Mitch, what is your experience with this? And it gives more value to everybody. We sell a mentorship program. Once a mentorship program, somebody's in it. Now we're, now we're committed to that investor building their business. And so they go into this extra, um, once a meet, once a week meeting where it's just the mentorship program. And that's where the coaches, they're going to get a one-on-one -on -one with you and they sit down with you and say, Hey, you know what? Are you right for my business right now? Should I be taking your coaching program right now as they're going through the process? So we're, we're coaching them. They're going through everything, oh, doing nice. their, their steps, but then they also have the next level, right? Because mine ends at eight weeks. And if at eight weeks you don't have, if you're not connected with your next coach, productivity tends to drop off. And the, mm. the steps aren't taken. So it's, yeah. it's a way to, to get everybody actually to success. Cause there's no one coach who's, who's right for everybody. Right. You have to have your mix. You have to get, you know, the, the structure guys, the, the wholesale guys, the flip guys. And yes. I love that you have, you fill a gap in, in the company right, right now. So um, if you're, if you're interested, we'd like to have you on board with us. Sure. Yeah, no, that sounds really fun. Excellent. Saturday you. at 10, I will send you the zoom link. And if you can be there a little earlier, uh, we have the coaches show up just a little bit earlier and it's special for the mentorship program. We have them show up at 940 and we all just hang out for a little bit, you know, get to ask questions to the coaches. And it's like a special little feature um, being part of the mentorship. So Great. I would definitely love to have you in it with us. You're, you're definitely a champion, man. You're, <laughs> you're doing all, all, the, all the stuff that everybody wants to do. I mean, the, the convention center, like that's the sort of deal that, that kids dream of, you know, like every one of us is like, Dude, one day I want to own one of those. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's definitely interesting, but yeah, it would be a pleasure. And are we talking your Eastern time, correct? Eastern time. So uh, okay. Denver, two hour difference. Yes. Yep. So two hour difference. So 8, 8 a.m. I don't know uh, what time you wake up in the morning. Uh, oh yeah, that's fine. Absolutely. Perfect. Excellent. Trent Reynolds, uh, Trent Reynolds, a, uh, so Trent at Trent, a Reynolds.com. If you're looking yeah. for an email, if you want to contact him, find more about his coaching program, learn more about how to structure your business and 
um, you know, just have some great conversations with somebody who's really done it before. Or go to TrentAReynolds.com and find out what he's got to sell. Mitch, you got, you got a few seconds before we sign off? And Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> 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 Dude, I'm, I'm so sorry about that, man. I, 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 you know, I don't want to steal the show or anything, but I was on hold with Amex for like an hour and then they finally picked up and then hung up. And then, and then I finally got a hold of him and he's like, Oh, could you just not use your card for like the next one to two weeks? I'm like, uh, that's not really like, can you just not do business for the next two weeks? Cause Amex can't process orders. All my marketing Perfect. goes on my cards. So, uh, no, we need that. Yeah. <laughs> my God. Uh, anyways, so yeah, I, I wish I could have been here. I, I know Trent I, for a while here. He's always dropping amazing content, super great guy. Uh, so I, I know I missed a lot, but I'll definitely watch the recording. Thanks for always doing that. Uh, Absolutely. And so we, we actually put it in Facebook Live. It's out there. The original part of the recording doesn't have Trent in a button-up t-shirt, uh, button-up shirt. So we actually only Facebook Live on the best quality product uh, today. So <laughs> Nice. Uh, that's actually what I'm going to put out on on uh, on the YouTube channel and everything. So it'll be really cool, Mitch. I also went live in uh, Real Estate Property Warriors. So we're we're pushing uh, pushing the group, yeah. expanding it out, giving more value to your guys. Heck yeah, man! Hey, nice. thanks so much for that uh, that that tip there on the the infographics. I shared that with with Trent recently. Uh, I'm nice. I'm really excited to start awesome. kind of getting that information out there for a lot of people because. It's what's even though we're both in the same industry and we're using like, you know, that, that value, like, or that content, like, it's amazing how like you and I could both share the same message, but it could take that concentration effort to actually get people to realize like, Hey, wait, that is something I need to see. Yeah. Cause I know for myself, like people told me that there was money out there to get started investing in real estate. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it is. And I, it took me a long time to really figure out that there really is money out there that I could use. Uh, so you just have to see it consistently. That's why I always love like how, um, how like committed you are to making these videos and and the groups and the trainings and stuff like that. You guys are always just putting that value out there because people have to hear it more than once. It's, it's one of those things. You're right. Like we're, we're all using the same graphic design artists. He's putting out the same content and it's, it's the principles of real estate. Like what are you supposed to do? Recreate the principles of real estate. You know, like if you're not putting out to your audience, even if there's a slight overlap in audience, it's all the other people that it's for, you know? Yeah. And for the people who slight, you know, saw the slight overlap, it's like, well, you saw it again, use it, right? <laughs> but maybe they'll put it yeah. in the place this time. And we put out the content, man, because, you know, just being able to hang out with, with you, Mitch, or hang out with Trent, um, we're learning so much. And I know if I'm learning, my audience is learning. And the text messages, the Facebook messages, all the, all the chats they're sending us saying, man, that, that guy was so powerful. Like, thank you so much for interviewing him. And I know we're going we're gonna to see that again today um, from this interview. And Mitch, every time you join us in our group calls, our wholesalers are telling us like, dude, like he's on fire. Like, oh, thank God. Like, thanks, man. <laughs> I, I get most of that stuff calls. from Trent. Trent's the behind the scenes brain. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the part where a lot, of, a lot of the guys who have been doing a couple of deals really need that right now. They yeah. really need to know like, all right, it's time for me to take this serious. I like it. Um, it's just like your move to Florida to Colorado. You're like, you're just testing things out. Well, yeah. now it's time to get serious about the business and, and structure it properly and think long-term, you know, we could do this for a long time. It does work. Trent, and did you start to go out there about your events, your event space? Yeah. So, oh uh, yeah, we, we talked a little bit about uh, the convention center, how we got into that deal. Um, he's actually, it sounds like you've got a whole section you don't even utilize right now uh, or under, is underutilized. 
Well, let's go, actually, man. Let's, let's lock this Corona thing up and let's do something. The plan is to start having events uh, with real estate investing and different coaches and, and stuff uh, later this fall. So I'm getting the place ready and it's going to be good to go. And there's different places uh, that I have up there for people to stay and we yeah. can, uh, and we can have a lot of fun. So yeah. whether we go dirt biking and, and going, going on the lake, we're doing all that. It's surrounded by re recreation. Build so some tiny villages and tiny homes. Build yep. some tiny and then homes. we'll go in there. We'll all play on the stage and, and learn a lot of good stuff. So. Heck yeah. I love this. We can create a, it's like a retreat, you know, it's a, a resort around real estate. You've got the compound already, right? You've got all the extra yeah. fun activities and we can actually bring in, you know, a couple times a year, bring in the, the real estate community uh, from all over the country. As you know, Mitch knows I'm touring all the national RIA. So I'm in the national RIA and we're setting up the tour for next year. And, cool. you know, we're jumping into the zoom calls now building those relationships so that we can offer a product like this. Like this is, I mean, we just found out about this product, but this is exactly what uh, real estate investors could use, like a boot camp, where it's, you know, you're a week building new friends, building new relationships and getting training. You know, the, there's training every single day. You know, the speakers are coming up and from all over the country again, maybe hanging out with us and uh, training at the same time. So this is, uh, this is a powerful opportunity, guys. I love that oh, you yeah. guys brought me into this. This is the sort of thing I love to sell, right? I'm a salesperson at the end of the day. I sell education. I sell uh, empowerment and you guys have a product that I'm, I'm definitely down with. So I love that. That's cool, man. Perfect. Thank you, Mitch. Hey, you know what? You came in at the end, but you saved the deal. So wasn't it? <laughs> you just, you, you sweetened the deal just now. Me and, me and Trevor are already going to do business. We're already pulling him in. He's in the Saturday uh, trainings with us, but now, yeah. uh, now we sweeten the pot. Now everybody wins on a, on a whole other level. So awesome job. Thank you so much, Mitch, for making this connection. I appreciate yeah, you guys. Uh, you guys rock, man. And Trent, thank you so much for all the value you gave earlier. Your story is so powerful. Uh, definitely appreciate it. And I know my audience is going to want to reach out to you at, at some point. So take care of them. I know you will. Thank you so much. Each and every one of you guys, cheers to your success. Thank you. You have a choice. Always work Always for the best. Always work for the best. That's right. <laughs> Later, guys.